This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The 1-1 pitch is drilled into the gap in left center field, and that ball is gone. A solo home run. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. By Intermountain Healthcare, proud partner and official medical provider of BYU Athletics. Because health has no off-season. Also by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of BYU Baseball. Now let's get you ready for Cougar Baseball. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU baseball fans. Welcome into Goss Stadium on the campus of Oregon State University in Corvallis, Oregon, where tonight... The 3-5 and five BYU Cougars will take on the 7-1 and one and 20th ranked Oregon State Beavers. My name is Jason Shepard, joined by BYU Baseball Director of Operations, Tuckett Slade. Tuck, last week we were in Texas. Now we're in Corvallis, Oregon, but it doesn't get any easier, does it? No, it doesn't. It definitely doesn't. But the one thing that's great about being here now is that the whole Texas, you know, awe of playing a Big 12 team is gone, right? And, and and now we go to this game against Oregon State, coming off a huge win, momentum win in our last game against Texas, where we can come in here. We're facing a tough guy. He's unbelievable on the mound, but the guys are ready and excited. Time to hear from the head coach of the Cougars, Mike Littlewood, our pregame conversation brought to you each and every game by doTERRA, proud sponsor of BYU Baseball. And I asked Coach Littlewood his overall thoughts on taking on the Beavers. Well, Oregon State's uh, a mature team. It's basically the same team they had last year. They were really good last year. They've added a couple pieces on the mound, uh, a couple pieces on the on the position player side. Uh, it's going to be a real challenge. We'll see uh, Abel tomorrow on the mound, and, and he's he's a big league type guy. I mean, he's going to be 92-93, which isn't overpowering nowadays, but he throws a changeup that's that's a swing and miss pitch. He throws a curveball and a slider. He, so he's a four-pitch mix guy. I mean, that, this is what we want. We want to go play good teams. That's why we scheduled them. And these guys are going to be better. Um, after every single game we play, we're going to be better. We're going to learn things about our team. They have a team ERA under two. At the plate, what do you want to see from the guys when they step into the batter's box? You know, I want them to swing at strikes and take balls. <laughs> and, I, and I say that a lot. Uh, but really, that's what it comes down to because that's that's the foundation of putting together a good professional at-bat. And so if we go up there against Abel and, and start swinging at change-ups that land in front of the plate and then look at fastballs, which if we don't stay with our approach of staying on fastball and being ready to hit fastballs when he does throw them, then we're going to totally mess up our minds and, and take fastballs that are right down the middle. And so we've got an approach against him. Uh, it's going to be tough. I mean, he's in his two previous starts, he's thrown really, really well. High strikeouts, uh, low walks. But it's a challenge that we really are, are willing to accept and just to kind of embrace. But, you know, I feel like we have the staff in a three-game series with everybody ready to keep teams close and, and uh, knock on wood, not let games get away from us and at least keep us in within striking distance. Well, in Easton, will take the mound for you guys and man he has had a great start to his year i gotta imagine you feeling pretty good about what easton brings i felt good about easton for, since he stepped on campus I, I feel really comfortable handing him the ball and and just saying go get him you know we know what kind of stuff he has uh, he throws strikes he competes and he's really a calming influence and that's really what we want out of this game is just to give us a good start kind of like he did at texas set the tone and give our uh, give our offense a chance to uh, score a few runs thanks coach talk to you afterwards thanks Chef. All right, that was the head coach of the Cougars, Mike Littlewood. And Tuck, pitching is pitching is one of those things you look at the stats for Oregon State and up and down the 
stat sheet for the Beavers, it's it just gets more and more impressive. A team ERA under two. You look at today's starter, Kevin Abel, the, the 6'1", uh, 195-pound Richard sophomore from San Diego comes in with an ERA of .93, and that's only good enough for a one-on-one record. It's pretty incredible when you think about it. And Easton, .84. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's a great pitching matchup. But, again, like you said with uh, Kevin Abel, he was a freshman All-American. Then he had Tommy John surgery and got hurt, and now he's fully healthy. And he, he basically gave up – he's given up one run on a double, right? He, he ends up giving – I think he walks a guy, and then a guy hits a double, and they score the run. It's the only run he's given up. And he is an elite pitcher with a three-to-four-pitch mix. And, and then their bullpen is fantastic. Oregon State has always been known – for great pitching and grind out at bats. But then this year, you look at their numbers offensively and talk about it a little bit. Well, and you look at just Abel's innings pitch, nine, point, nine, and, nine and two-thirds is what he's pitched. 18 strikeouts. The guy's yeah. averaging nine strikeouts a start. This is start number three. And uh, BYU's hitters, as you, t- as you heard from Coach, you know, s- swing it, swing it uh, balls, you know, that are right in there and don't swing at balls that aren't. Essentially, it really boils down to that. It really it's, does. however, not as easy as, as it is to say. But I'm excited for the matchup. And, and I know the players took great BP last night. They took great BP today. They've had a good approach. Now, now, does that translate into the game? Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. But I know the guys are ready and excited to play this game. All right, let's get to the starting lineup brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. We mentioned who the BYU batters will face. That is Kevin Abel. He'll be on the mound leading things off for the Cougars. Number four, Andrew Pintar. Penny will also play defensively at second base, batting second and in left field, number six, Mitch McIntyre, hitting third at third, number 25, Austin Deming, in right field tonight, and batting fourth, number 17, Josh Cowden, the designated hitter, number 35, Jacob Wilk, will bat fifth, batting sixth, and in center field tonight, number 22, Cole Gamble, at first base, and hitting seventh, number 45, Freddie Achikar, behind the dish, Abe Valdez will bat eighth, and batting ninth, Wearing number 23 and playing at shortstop tonight for the BYU Cougars is Peyton Cole. So definitely a different looking lineup than what we saw even just last week against the Texas Longhorns. Yeah, different lineup, but uh, a lot of players that have had a lot of innings in their career so far. So we are uh, about to get underway. We will uh, give you a, a little bit of a heads up. We are at a much different vantage point than we normally are. We are not behind home plate. Our broadcast location is essentially in right field past first base. So our balls and strikes uh, observation will be difficult. That first pitch from Kevin Abel taken for ball one, I believe. It is ball one. There we go. We're going to have to pay extra close attention to the umpire. He faces Andrew Pintar. One ball, no strikes. Abel, number 23, delivers the 1-0. Penny pops it up into foul territory near first base, and it is the first baseman, number 29, Jacob Melton, that makes the catch, and Pintar is retired for the first out in the top of the first. Yeah, he got a good fastball to hit there and just barely got under it. Nice little easy routine fly ball, a pop-up to the first baseman. Defensively for Oregon State, Joe Casey in left field, Preston Jones in center, Kyler McMahon in right field. We'll give you the rest of the defensive lineup for the Beavers in just a moment. The first pitch to McIntyre. A bunt down the third base line. Nicely done, but an even better play by the third baseman, Jake Ducart, moves up and throws McIntyre out with plenty of room to spare. 
I like the idea of getting Mitch on base and seeing what happens early in the ball game. Yeah, I love the idea of you know laying down a drag bunt there. He just was a little too hard on that. He needs to soften that up just a little bit, and he'd beat that out. So quickly, two up and two down, bringing in Austin Deming with the bases empty. The first pitch from Abel. Misses, ball one. Third base, I just mentioned him, Jake Ducart, Andy Armstrong at short, Ryan Ober at second, and Jacob Melton at first base. Catching Kevin Abel is Troy Clonch. The 1-0 in four, strike one. Evens the count at one ball and one strike. And he's just an elite strike thrower, Shep. He goes right at you, attacks the zone, unbelievable curveball, 12-6, and then a plus-plus changeup. And there's that curveball right there, just down. And there's a lot of tilt to that. Top of the first, two outs, nobody on. Two balls and one strike to Austin Deming. Abel kicks and delivers. Dem got a piece, fouled it straight back. Two balls and two strikes. Yeah, hopefully Saturday Dem had a big knock for us. RBI with two strikes that he's been just dying to get early in this season. Hopefully I can get him going. The 2-2. Misses ball three, and now it's a full count. Well, so far he's throwing two breaking balls, and they've both bounced. Uh, that's a good sign for the Cougs. Hopefully he can't find that pitch for a few innings because when he's got that thing going, Shep, it is extremely hard. Austin Deming at the plate, two outs, nobody on. Kevin Abel, the righty from San Diego, California. Now play about to resume. Gorgeous facility here at Goss Stadium. This is really nice. The 3-2. Strike three, and three up, three down is how Kevin Abel starts in the top of the first inning. Cougars will now be on the defense, and we will see the first inning of work from Cougar starting pitcher Easton Walker. It's coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Bottom of the first inning from Corvallis, Oregon, scoreless. As BYU takes on number 20, Oregon State, Easton Walker. Getting the start for the Cougars, coming in with an ERA of .84, 0-1 win-loss record. This is his third appearance and second start. He's pitched 10 and two-thirds, given up three hits, two runs, only one earned, and has six strikeouts. And he's facing a pretty potent offense as the first pitch in to Preston Jones is called ball one. Preston Jones will be followed by Ryan Ober and Joe Casey, and as a team, Beavers hitting 324. Well, what's one thing that sticks out, Shep? Offensively, the Beavers is they're extremely athletic. Yeah. When they put the ball on the ground, they can really run and cause havoc for your defense. One ball and one strike to Jones. Misses two balls and one strike. Jones, the senior from Vancouver, Washington, hitting 357. The 2-1. Misses low, 3-1 and one now to the leadoff man, Preston Jones. Jones with 10 hits, an RBI, 7 walks as well. The 3-1 in there for strike two, and now a full count. You know, we were able to uh, get the best of this Beaver team in Arizona to open up the season last year. And yeah, 4-3 winners. They just It just seems like they're a different team when you watch their first eight games that they're they're grinding out better at bats and 
payoff pitch. Hit deep to center field. Gamble makes the easy catch. Preston Jones is retired for the first out in the bottom of the first inning. And that's the one thing you can expect with Easton Walker, and that's why Coach trusts him on this Thursday night to open up a series is you know he's just going to compete and make them beat you. Two up next, Ryan Ober. Ober, the second baseman, 5'11", 196-pounder. First pitch from Walker, swing and a miss by Ober, strike one. Yeah, first pitch slider there, good pitch. Yeah, the, the game last year where BYU beat Oregon State was the fourth and final game of that four-game series in surprise. Yeah, won the first and the last. That's correct, against Gonzaga and then Oregon State. The 0-1 misses, evening the count at one ball and one strike. If we forget we played New Mexico last year, we had a really good start. I, I have <laughs> completely put New Mexico out of my mind. Oh, they had our number last year. They certainly did. What a weird team to have that happen. Strike two to Ryan Ober. So the count, one ball and two strikes. As we play in the bottom of the first here at Oregon State. Now two and two. Looks like Easton's trying to throw a little bit of his slider more than he normally does um, today. He's missed with that running away, trying to get some swing and misses. Had a lot of people ask if there are fans allowed in this series, and there are not. So, coming at me, two-two pitch popped up and out of play. And if Tuckett was willing to jump <laughs> over the side, he might have been able to catch that. Probably no. would have had to have taken him to the hospital afterwards. But well, just because of the jump, obviously, <laughs> is a what forty, thirty, twenty-foot jump. Well, over some bleachers and clearly not dedicated, but whatever. <laughs> Two balls, two strikes, one out. The batter, Ryan Ober. Walker delivers the 2-2. Ground ball, pass second, and into right field. That'll be the first base hit for the Beavers and a one-out single for Ryan Ober. Yeah, and Ober just did a really good job right there of taking that ball that was running away from him and just hitting a nice hard line drive through the four-hole past Pintar for a one-out single. Joe Casey will bat. Leads the team with three home runs. As a team, they've hit nine. BYU has hit four. But this is the guy that leads the team in home runs with three and hitting 314. And looks at ball one from Walker. Yeah, I tell you what, it is so strange being at this ballpark. It's got so much history here, especially from 2006 on, <laughs> that having nobody here but a few scouts in the stands and some managers it's so weird the 1-0 strike one yeah you can see in the outfield actually behind left field you have home of the national champions and then 2006 2007 and 2018 and the crazy thing about that 2018 team is they were actually better in 2017 <laughs> they had lost like one or two games all year and then just didn't play well in the college world series the 1-1, swing and a miss. One ball and two strikes now to Joe Casey. Yeah, it went fastball elevator right there and just could not catch up to it. I mean, you look at every single one of these hitters this year, they just look totally different than when we saw them last year as far as they're confident, they're grinding. And it, last year, you know, we kind of just rolled through their lineup, lineup for four or five innings. Uh, this year it's going to be a tougher test. 
Walker delivers the one-two. Swing and a miss and a strikeout. Easton's first in the second out here in the bottom of the first. Looks like he was guessing off speed there. Just couldn't catch up to that elevated fastball. And here's the kid, Shep, that's batting now, Clonch, that it... You look at his average up there, 433 on the year, right? 13 hits, home run, you know, seven RBI, six walks. He was he was struggling last year, and this year his approach is so much different. He's actually looking to go more right center. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, how he's pitched in this series. Two outs and a runner at first base. We're in the bottom of the first scoreless ball game. Troy Clonch, as Tuck just mentioned, at the plate, facing the Cougar starter Easton Walker. First pitch, misses low, ball one. The Beavers have 10 players currently hitting 314 or higher. I mentioned team uh, team batting average of 324 right now. Oh, that'll help you be 7 and 1 especially when you have a below 2 ERA as well. So throw over him. to first got and him. they got him. Nice job. Ryan Ober took too big of a lead and could not get back and the pickoff was made. A great throw by Walker and a nice tag by Freddie Atchikar at first base. That'll do it for the bottom of the first. We'll head to the top of the second. Scoreless from Corvallis on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Top of the second, Kevin Abel delivers to Josh Cowden. Ground ball to first. Melton makes the easy play at first base. Three unassisted. And Josh Cowden, after one pitch, is retired for the first out here in the top of the second inning. Yeah, you love the aggressive nature, but when you're facing a guy like this, you want to make him work a little bit in a, in a you know first pitch rollover to first. Isn't really helping your cause. Jacob Wilk, the designated hitter, batting fifth. Awaits the first pitch, and Wilk pops it up. Should be fair. It's the shortstop near the left field line that makes the catch. Two pitches and two outs. That's what I'm talking about. Like, uh, you absolutely love them trying to attack fastballs, but, I mean, those are not, you know, first pitch type swings that you want. A routine fly ball, pop out to short, and, you know, a rollover to first. You want to put better swings to it. Cole better take this pitch. Gamble at the plate. The first pitch from Abel. And looks at ball one. The old unwritten rule of baseball, right? <laughs> you do not have a three-pitch inning. Like, I know some people give baseball. They, they don't like the unwritten rules. I'm all about the unwritten rules. Gamble showing bunt. Pulls back, but takes strike one. So you're not a bat flip guy? Are you anti I, that? I, or? I'm not a bat flip guy. No, I'm not. You? I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> in the dirt. What about the, pit, what about the pitcher, pitcher chest like chest pumping with his hand and all that stuff? I, I don't like that stuff either. Yeah, I don't like the you get to the base and you, you look into the dugout and you wave. So you, so you don't like fun, huh? <laughs> 2-1 pitch. Misses. Three balls and one strike. Shep's the fun police. It's nice to know that now. <laughs> <laughs> the 3-1 pitch. Popped it up. High in the infield. We'll see who takes it. It's the second baseman. Has to move back a couple spots, but Ober makes the catch. Three up, three down in the top of the second. We are scoreless heading to the bottom of the second on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. At Intermountain Healthcare, we understand that broken arms haven't stopped. Babies continue to be born. Emergencies continue to happen. And doctor visits are still needed. At Intermountain Healthcare, we've put the measures in place to safely care for you in these difficult times. 
So please, don't put off the care you need, especially for stroke-like symptoms, chest pain, difficulty breathing, or other urgent care. We're here for you. Visit intermountainhealthcare.org slash here for you to learn how to get the care you need. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Bottom of the second inning, Troy Clonch was at the plate when the third and final out was made in the bottom of the first, so he will lead off here in the bottom of the second, and he looks at strike one from Easton Walker. The 0-1 misses, one ball and one strike. I love Easton's demeanor out there. If more people had his demeanor, there would be it would I would just love baseball even more than I do. It's just the way he goes about it. The one one pitch from Walker. Swing and a miss, strike two. You heard Coach in the pregame interview just talking about how much of a calming influence he yep. is, not just on the mound, but just in general. For sure. When when Easton's pitching you just don't talk to him. You let him do his thing. He <laughs> prepares, and you just let him go to work. One ball, two strikes. Walker delivers. I'm going to say uh, swing and a miss, but they'll throw down to first. Yeah, Abe didn't squeeze that. I thought maybe it was foul tipped, but I didn't hear anything. Yeah, I so. thought it was foul tipped at first, but then I realized that Abe not able to keep it in the glove, so they threw down to first. The end result is the same. It yep. is an out. Second. That'll bring in Jake Dukart, batting fifth in the order, playing third base. Hitting a meager 250. First pitch in. Ball one to Dukart. Yeah, I think he's got the worst average in their whole program. <laughs> Coming into today. The 1-0. Just misses. Two balls and no strikes. And they lost on opening day with Abel pitching yeah. against Kansas State. one nothing, right? Or was it 2-1? to one? Uh, It was 3-2. Oh, 3-2, yeah. And Kansas State's pitcher is unbelievable. <laughs> He's going to be a you know, high, high draft pick this year. The 2-0 pitch. Strike one. Good spot at the knees right there. But since then, they've just... They, Seven in a row. Yeah, they took it to Gonzaga. They took it to New Mexico. They went to uh, Grand Canyon. Really, really played well against that Grand Canyon team. The Grand Canyon won this series against Missouri, so they're a good team. The 2-1 pitch. Jammed him a bit. Grounded to Cole at short. Over to Achikard first in time for the second out. And this is Cole's first start of the year at shortstop. Nice to see see him come get that ball and make an easy out at first. Absolutely. But the one thing, ladies and gentlemen, today that you're going to have is we have the best view at first base that we'll ever have. So any bang-bang play or anything close at first, we're going to tell you exactly what we see. We are better than instant uh, replay. We're going to tell you that much. Kyler McMahon, first pitch, a high fly ball to right field. And it's Joshua Cowden underneath and a very efficient bottom of the second for Easton Walker. We are scoreless, heading to the top of the third on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. Top of the third, first pitch to Atchikar, popped up into foul territory and right in front of the Oregon State dugout. Catch is made for one away. Here in the top of the third. It's like his 10th pitch of the game and we're in the third inning. <laughs> Abraham Valdez will now bat with one out, nobody on. First pitch from Abel. Hey, great Ball job. One. I'm 
Great job, Abe, taking that pitch. Another high fly ball that should land directly above us or right in front of us by about 10 feet, if that. The, that lets you know that our mics are working right yep. there. That was right on the stands, and you could hear every bit of it. Strike two now to Valdez. Really good curveball right there. That's the first one he's been able to throw for a strike. So one ball, two strikes. The pitch to Valdez. Ground ball to third. Ducart gloves over to first, and a nice dig by Melton for really the good. second out of the inning. It should have been an easy routine play, but uh, Ducart throws it in the in the turf. And a really good pick there by the first baseman. Yeah, another turf field that BYU is playing on, and this is another all turf. The mound is turf. Uh, are yeah. you aware? Is this a is this a heated? No, it's not. We're the only we're the one, only Jeff. one, right? Only That's one, what yeah. I thought. Okay, just just double checking. Well, and that mound, if you can kind of tell from up here, it has a little bit different shade color than the rest of the field. That's brand new. They used to have a dirt mound. This is the first year that they decided to turf their mound. Peyton Cole looks at ball one. Now the second pitch in also misses. Two balls and no strikes to the Cougar shortstop, Peyton Cole. Two outs, bases empty, and scoreless here in the top of the third from Corvallis. Abel delivers the 2-0. Peyton Cole... Goes the other way, high fly ball to left field near the warning track. Joe Casey makes the catch, but Cole gave it a ride, certainly. We'll head to the bottom of the third, still scoreless from Corvallis on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Bottom of the third, Easton Walker getting set to deliver pitch number 27. Pitching to Wade Meckler. Throws in strike one. Meckler, the designated hitter, batting seventh in the order. The 0-1. Foul back to the screen. And Easton jumps ahead of the batter. No balls and two strikes. Yeah, nice pitch right there. Little backdoor slider. The 0-2, Meckler fouls that ball off to the left side. This is a weird setup for uh, the way they have their uh, their bullpen, Shep. Our bullpen is actually in left field behind the big fence out there. So see a couple of our guys out there just hanging because you never know. But if you need a pitcher to get warmed up, you have to basically call timeout and run them all the way out there. <laughs> the count's still 0-2, and, and timeout is called. Oh, and there's a baseball that uh, is not in play but is in foul territory they needed to remove. And now play will resume to Meckler. Walker delivers the 0-2. A liner right to Cowden in right field. Yeah, a little bit too good of a pitch right there. Fastball that was left a little bit over the middle that was hit hard, but right at Cowden and right. So one away here in the bottom of the third. We are still scoreless. Cowden makes his debut in the outfield for the Cougs. Decided that we wanted to get another hitter in the lineup. Andy Armstrong, this is the guy you've got to watch out for. He's hitting eighth in the order, but he leads the team in hits and RBIs. And he looks at ball one. 
Just missed. From Easton Walker, leads the team with 14 hits, 9 RBI, and he's second on the team in batting average at 452. And that ball hit sharply to center field. Oh, good swing. And it's Cole Gamble moving up a couple steps and makes the catch, and that is a big out yes, against a very big bat in Andy Armstrong. Yes, it is. Yeah, a little hanger right there that he hit hard right back up the middle, but Cole did a, took a great break on it in center. Able to make that second out. Easton Walker, we talk about what Abel has been able to do efficiency-wise. 32 pitches so far for Easton. Looking to get out of this bottom of the third. He's already got two outs, and the base is empty, facing Jacob Melton. Yeah, I mean, you expect a, Ball one. a Thursday night, you know, ace versus ace to be, you know, a good pace to the game, but a lot quicker than I expected. <laughs> the 1-0 to Melton. Ground ball to Cole at short. Double clutched, That's and the, the double key. clutch probably cost him as Melton is safe. Yeah, it did. I mean, two hopper. He was playing shaded up the middle, so he had to come get it, but he fields it clean. But because he had to double clutch, that was the difference, and Milton beats it out by a half a step. Yep. So That's the difference. It's going to be an Looks like E6. There, yeah. So Melton reaching on an E6. Melton, though, out of the box. He was, he was trucking for sure. So back to the top of the order, Preston Jones flied out to center field in his first at bat. Hitting with two outs, and now a runner at first base. Walker delivers to Jones. Misses ball one. Will and Easton fell behind Jones his first time up this game and then able to come back and get him to, I want to say fly out, right? No, he grounded out. Jones uh, flied out to center. The 1-0. Misses. Bounced away a couple steps from Valdez, but Melton staying put at first. Preston Jones from Vancouver, Washington. Senior. The 2-0 to Jones. Fouled back. Two balls and one strike. Well, and Jones is sneaky. He's got 10 hits on the year, but five of those are extra base hits. Two doubles and three triples. <laughs> so he can really run. He likes to pull the ball. Two balls, one strike, two outs, and a runner at first. The batter Jones facing Easton Walker. Walker delivers inside, and now three and one. Well, curious to see if they let Milton run here. Three and one, you know, if if Jones gets a good pitch, he can hammer something in the gap, and Milton can score easily. He's not a big strikeout guy, so he usually puts the ball in play. Let's see what they do. 3-1 count. Walker gets the sign and now delivers the 3-1 mm. and misses ball four. Well, and that's, that's, that's those are things right there that you don't usually see from Easton very often. He doesn't walk too many guys. But this is when you get yourself in trouble, Shep, when you have an error from the third out, and then you walk the next guy, and now you have a really good hitter up, okay, and over who, you know, has who a has good one of the yeah. two hits yeah. on the day, and, and has a chance to. Uh, and by the way, they have changed oh, they change that. It, huh? They have changed the E6, so that is no longer 
an E6. That is going to be a base hit for Jacob Melton and not an error on Peyton Cole. Coach Bradshaw is going to be upset about that because that changes the now it, it can be earned. So runners at first and second, still two outs, and Ober. Easton's a little like one. too jacked up right here. His, his fastball this inning has been missing high. Got to get back down in the zone. The bases were empty with two outs, and it looked to be out number three, but a double clutch allowed the runner to get to first. Now a walk. And Walker delivers to Ober. Ground ball to shortstop. He'll throw to second Nicely in done. time. And the Cougars have an extra batter or so, but they get out of the jam, and we are still scoreless, heading to the top of the fourth from Goss Stadium in Corvallis on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.